welcome back to What Moves You with Jesse. We're continuing the conversation with my mom, Cheryl Douglas. And in this week's episode, we're talking about the three principles the understanding of the mind that I share with you here. But I thought it would be good to kind of give it a little refresher for you. And just a heads up, this was recorded just after the assault at the Capitol on January 6th. We don't go into too much depth about it, but it's a good reference point for what we're sharing. Let's listen in. Hi, Mom. Hi, honey. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Probably just as good as you are with everything going on in the world. Yes. It's kind of nerve-wracking. Yes. So if you're thinking about, because we were, you were talking about uh, doing, kind of describing the three principles this time. I am full of thoughts that are <laughs> uncontrollable. And I'm going crazy. How's that? Uh, sounds about par for the course for me, too, and probably for everybody listening. Oh, of course. Yeah, because we all care about everything, you know? Yeah, that's true. What's, what's going on? Yes. Yeah. And what did you say when we were prepping for this call? I said, I said, you know, and it's hard when you're trying to keep moving forward in life. And you said... Can't remember. It's the thing about getting old. Can't remember anything you said, whether it was dumb or wise. Can't you remember. said, you said, let's, why don't we just forget about it for a while? Yeah. Oh, yes. I mean, put everything down and get a, give your head a rest. Yeah. Because it's hard to keep forward, going forward when life is pushing you back. That's what kind of it feels like sometimes. We're bombarding yeah. you. You know, all of a sudden it's in your face. Yeah. It reminds me of the, um, of the, uh, thing that you, I was trying to think of a clever way of putting it, but the saying, that's it. The saying that you said grandpa had, um, when everything is going crazy, lie low. Oh, lie low. Oh yeah. When life gets hard and things are coming at you. And they keep coming one after another. It's the best time is just to lie low. And I thought that was that was always good because then I did. And I just didn't. I got quiet. Yeah. yeah. Didn't run around much. Just got quiet. Didn't push on things for change. Just got quiet. And this too shall pass. But it's it's hard when it's been going on for a while. Yeah. You know? I mean, with yeah. our politics, you know, with anybody right. listening who doesn't right. live in America, I'm sure they've been right. watching us going, Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> My goodness. It's so sad people can't hear each other. It's yes. so I was thinking about maybe I, this might be the good time to talk about it. <clears throat> yeah. I was thinking about. This experience I had when I was down at Sutter Women's Health and I was with folks that um, I think I started out and things changed, grants changed, but I started out when I first was there with, we, there was 50 of us, social workers. And we were um, in a program called 
Adolescent Family Life and the CalLearn program, and they were state and federally funded. One of the things that was so, I think about it with such an open heart, and I was there for seven years, and I was a clinical supervisor. So, so I would we we had groups. We called them pods, and we had groups together, different different combinations of groups. And so then we talk about the clients. And what was so fabulous about that is that we had Hmong, and we had Mian, and we had Japanese, and we had black folks and we had um we had spanish we had mexicans uh, americans and we were all you know some of them were going to go back to their country after they graduated but the value and then caucasians and then the value of working with all those cultures and and that we all had one focus, and that was helping our clients, young people with their children, the best that we could. And there were things that happened. Some of us were in drive-by shootings. Some of us helped our clients when they got cancer. I had one gal that I was just a wonderful lady, and they all were, and they were she just helped that young mother. She had two children that, that she wrote a grant and she was dying. The young mother was dying. She had sister in her gut lungs. And so they together wrote a grant and they, they, got, they did get the grant and it was for both her children for college. And the endearing, what, it was di very difficult because they were so advocate. But what was wonderful for me is I learned so much from them. I learned so much from them and went out and went to visit some of the families with them besides, you know, trying to do more clinical stuff. But because we had such a strong mission and this is what I was thinking about what was going on uh, with the, with the um, political strife that's going on. We had such a strong mission that we were tight as a group. Didn't mean we didn't have differences and we, you know, we, we talk about a lot of things and they're griping and there was not griping. And then there was, you know, all these kind of things, but just like a family, you know, but there was such a strong mission. And I think that's so much of what's missing is such a strong mission together to really do well by us all in this dear United States. Yes. That there's missing is that bond of strong, strong mission. Yes. And instead of creating chaos, so nobody's heard, and it's just so fear-based instead of caring and love-based. 
And so um, I look back at that and it gives me lots of heart warmth, you know. It kind of reminds me of when we were in the very beginning stages of coronavirus, um, of COVID, you know, those first couple of weeks in March, when all the states and all the countries, when we all pretty much locked down around the same time. Right. um, I think back on that time a lot too, because that would be my reference point kind of for similar experience you're sharing about because we were all in the unknown together. Right. That it's amazing because I mean, it's, it, it's so hopeful to remember these moments because those, that first week or two of COVID, we were all in such the unknown that we were dropped into our true selves, which is pure love. Yes. And we just, because we were all kind of like, oh my God, what's happening? And we didn't have any opinions about things yet. Right. Just fell right into our true selves and leaned into each other. We did. Right. We had a mission. We had a mission. Yeah. To help each other. Yeah. And of course, you know, there was all the, we had the weird outlying things of people being scared and taking all the toilet paper and things like that. So of course there there was these little things that were, that did feel scary, you know, because we still, people still had fear about what does this mean? But it wasn't about being pitted against each other. It was more right. of just it was us looking out at the at at the experience and going, "Holy crap, what's going right. on? Right? How are we all going to get through it? Right? You know." And there was those videos of um, people in Italy singing from their balconies. Oh, wasn't that remember that? And I remember the the singing in New York for all the frontline folks, the people that were being so helpful. Yes. That every, remember, seven o'clock every night, they would come out on their balconies and and sing. I mean, it was such a team effort. I talk to, talk to me about true selves. I like that because that is, um, that's really when all things are stripped away, who you are is your true self. That was, say more about that. That's really. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I think it's a, a great opportunity to kind of point out, you know, what are the three principles too, you know? Um, and first and foremost, it's, you know, I love to say that we are the three principles in motion all the time. Yes. Um, you know, and I'll just to sidestep your question really quick, I'll define it for folks just so I can, every time I say three principles, they at least have a sense of what the heck I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, or what we're talking about. Right. But the three principles basically describe a lot a logic that is working behind the scenes um, to mm-hmm. create our experience of life all the time inside mm-hmm. of us. Mm hmm. Um, one principle and by, you know, and by definition principle means it is, you know, a pillar of truth. The word principle gets thrown around a lot in 
in a lot of things, you know, the seven principles to success and the eight principles yeah. to be a good person. <laughs> so that's not the kind of principle we're talking about. We're talking mm -hmm. about in the way that whether you believe in gravity or not, gravity is happening. Right. Exactly. So whether you are aware or understand or even know about the three principles, they are happening. Right. So, um, you know, one principle is the principle of universal mind, capital M. When I first learned this, it was a little confusing to me because I went right into, oh, thinking it was my brain. Right. It's in reference, that is in reference to that creative intelligence, that energy that we are connected to all the time. Right. That makes our heart beat, that makes our lungs expand and contract. That is the source of our spiritual self. Yeah. Our true self. Our true self. Exactly. That is always bubbling over in health no matter what's going on in our mind. Exactly. That's where we are just full source of love and compassion and confidence, resilience, which has been totally on display for the last year. The fact that so many people's lives have been upended and yet they still are here and moving forward. And they probably, a lot of people probably can't really understand how things are working out, even if right. it looks really bad for them, you know? Right. Exactly. Sometimes I wonder it for myself and I'm sure you do too. It's just okay. the human experience, you know? Oh yeah. So we have universal mind, then we have consciousness, right? And mm -hmm. consciousness is, this incredible gift that allows us to see our thinking and experience it. Yes. It also allows us to recognize that we are something deeper, our true self. Right. And that we have thought. The fact that you can feel, you know, how I say sometimes your mind tends to think it knows better than you do. Yes. <laughs> and that's that separation of knowing that, you know, I am here and yet my thinking also is telling me something different. Right. And then we have thought, which is an incredible, beautiful gift of, you know, it's a, a neutral energy that's constantly moving through us. It's not good or bad, but mm -hmm. it's just like Play-Doh or Legos. You get to create your experience through whatever's going on in your mind. It is a, it's a really interesting thing, isn't it? Because I can be in the middle of watching the news and feel and think that things are horrible and then I can go and what look at the bird feeders and all these different songbirds that come by and it completely changes my thought and my feelings which are connected to my thoughts yeah and I'm thinking isn't that phenomenal that the 
our whole experience can be changed in a second just by looking at something different, being conscious what we're thinking. Yes. We don't especially want to have to think that way. Or we're at least one, like you were talking with me before, that when I'm in the middle of that, there's a part of me knows that this is what's going in in my thoughts. Yes. And that especially have to be true. Yeah. And that's what's so amazing. The, the more that you see this for yourself and, you know, you and I talk about this all the time where you can have an insight and all of a sudden, you know, you see things differently, but you don't really understand how you can't define why you feel different all of a sudden. Um, but you know, it's, you know, I'd love to make sure everybody really knows that it's, you know, it's, it's a process of, you know, you, you start to kind of become aware of it in your brain and, and then, you know, the more that you let it go, which is so the opposite of how we learn things. Right. (laughs) But once you kind of just start to get familiar with this idea and then let it bubble inside of you, like you said, and or like you and I were sharing when we were prepping for this call, you know, you and I both have been kind of experiencing kind of low moods for the last several right. days because of the, right. all of the intensity of where we're at in our country. And then also on top of normal life plus COVID, you know, right. but what's so comforting about understanding this is that even if you are in a low mood and you've got a bunch of crappy thoughts that are creating a bummer experience. There's this part of you that knows you're okay anyway. Yes. Yes. Which is a lifeline. Yes. Exactly. Cause I'm creating my own experience. Yes. That's powerful stuff, isn't it? It's so powerful. And that. Mm-hmm you know, is kind of like what we're talking about here of, you know, I'm trying to kind of, there's, there's a through line here through the story you shared at the beginning. And then also what we're experiencing in our country that imagine if the more we woke up to this and how, you know, like what you experienced in that woman's group, and how everybody didn't matter their background, didn't matter if their perspectives were different, but because the mission was pointed towards love and understanding. Right. You know, that one. Yeah, go ahead. By the way, there were women and men. Oh, both. Oh, cool. It was was a really neat experience that we're, we're women and men together working together on this. So many of us. Yeah. I love that. I mean, that's even better. I want everybody to get this stuff, no matter what you're working on, you know, (laughs) exactly. But um, yeah, the more that people wake up to that, they are the creators of their experience. Right. It can be humbling. Oh, it is. (laughs) Did I do that? <laughs> he says, you mean I set myself up? Oh, that's a bad thing. 
Exactly. It's really helpful. It's really helpful to have that, especially when we're short with each other because things are so overwhelming. And it's only, it's because of what I was thinking. Yep. You know, so I have to digress and say, sorry, I was so short. Right. I lost myself on my own thinking. Yeah. It was a royal pain in the backside, you know? Yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it helps for, you know, I mean, the scenario that we're in right now with so many folks being on, you know, in such a divided place, mm-hmm. you know, it's helpful to know that inside of them, they are full of love and health and understanding. Right. And also they're having a very different experience of life. Yes. That has nothing to do with that, which exists inside of them. Right. And it does not at all mean that I condone their behavior whatsoever. Right. But it helps me to feel more peaceful to then be able to hear from my true self what to do next on a more common sense and and right. actionable level of if I want to be a part of change or, you know, hear people out and then hear, you know, that kind of good stuff. Right. Boy, the human experience is something. Well, it certainly isn't boring. <laughs> no. Sometimes I like boring. Never thought I would. Sometimes boring is okay. You know? <laughs> yes. So that's for sure. Yeah. Well, we went quick. We're at the end of our of our time. Wow. I know. That's quick. I know. Mm-hmm. Um, I know we have loneliness on the agenda ahead of us, but maybe we'll keep intertwining what we're talking about here because it feels like we have 10 more hours in us. Yes. In this subject, but not to say it won't keep coming out. Oh, in all the things always, moving forward. Always. We revisit a lot. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. Okay. Well, I'll see you next week, Mom. Okay. Sounds wonderful to me. This is fun. I know. I and know. You're, you're, you're really good at what you do, you know? Oh, geez. So are you. <laughs> I have my days. Sometimes my- I wonder what the hell I said that for or this for or whatever for. Sometimes I think I'm the queen of whatever. <laughs> but that doesn't happen as often as wondering what the hell I said that for or this or that. So I love it. That was fun. That was really fun. All right. I love you, mom. And I'll see you back, honey. Next week. Yes. Bye. Bye. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Be sure to share with friends and family and give us a rate and review on iTunes. So more folks find us in this little corner of the podcast world. And give me a call. The hotline is always open for questions and comments. The number is 818-646-JESS. That's 818-646-JESS. 
sending love in all directions, and I'll see you next week. <laughs>